I'm Dan Joseph. You're listening to the Dan Joseph's America podcast. If you polled the GOP right now, if you polled the base of the GOP, if you polled the MAGA people right now, and you ask them what the number one issue was, they would say it was the border, southern border. There's, There's absolutely no question in my mind. That is the issue that gets conservatives the most worked up these days, more worked up than anything else. And it's why Trump is still the standard bearer of the party, not simply because he talks about immigration the way he does. That's part of it. But to his credit, he actually implemented tough border policies as president, which was something that the base of the conservative movement had been asking for since the border became a real issue in the late 90s. It was conservative talk radio. It was hosts on Fox News, particularly O'Reilly and Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, who brought the issue to the forefront. It was especially O'Reilly because he was so popular back then. And he was really the one who started talking about this. And he was sort of followed by Beck and Glenn Beck and followed by Sean Hannity and and Mark Levin, too, because he was he was talking about it for a long time. But now if you turn on Fox News. There is not a 15-minute period that goes by where they don't have a story about the border, what's going on at the border. Uh, It is their most popular, consistent topic because it's what their audience wants to hear about. Nothing makes conservatives and the base more upset than the fact that our borders don't have – that they're not secure. And it's not because the base hates immigrants. That's not it. It's never been it. And then, yeah, I mean, sure, there may be some people who do, but I think the real reason that conservatives get so frustrated is because it seems like such an easy problem to solve. And let's be honest, Democrats, they don't want to do a thing about it. It's true. It's a dirty little secret. It's an open secret, but it's a dirty little secret. Progressives believe that anyone who wants to come into the country should be able to do so. And they may deny it on the surface, but in reality, that's what they believe. They're not interested in any policies that might make it more difficult for someone to get into the country and apply for asylum. That's that's exactly what it is. That's really what's at issue here, though, is the asylum process. When we when we talk about border, the border and immigration, we're really talking about asylum seekers these days. Those are the people mostly from Central America who are coming to the border and seeking asylum, literally saying, I I need asylum. They aren't necessarily crossing the Rio Grande. A lot of them are are going to ports of entry, saying, I want to apply for asylum, then just being let in. And they're told to come back for a court date in a year or more, to sometimes a lot more, to see if their asylum request is granted. So technically, at this point in time, most of these migrants are, are here legally. Because the Biden administration has said that they can stay until their court date, as opposed to the Trump administration that said, no, you can request asylum, but you have to stay in Mexico while you're waiting to hear whether we grant it to you or not. And since Biden ditched that policy, you have this massive migrant surge and record numbers of people entering the country where most of them just disappear. Right. And never to be seen again. We have 350 million people in this country. You're not going to find one guy who showed up at the border once and uh, was told to come back in a year or five years for his court date. That's just not going to happen. And, you know, this infuriates a lot of people. 
not because they're directly impacted by it. Here's the truth. Most people aren't. Most people aren't directly impacted by illegal immigration or migration. But because it's something that the government could easily do something about, and for political purposes, they won't, the Democrats won't, that gets people really upset. So now what's going on in in Congress is the Republicans are trying to force the Democrats' hand and get them to support a law that would put restrictions on the asylum process. And, and, And I think there's a chance that the Republicans are willing to shut down the government in order to do it, that's how passionate, if you will, that they are about this this issue. They're they're holding up funding to Ukraine, they're holding up funding to Israel until they get something on the border. They're 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 really serious about this because their base is essentially demanding it, and they also think that people are seeing the chaos at the border and they're blaming Biden, and that will help Republicans in this year's election. The thing about this issue. The immigration issue. I mean, yes, it's so emotionally fraught with with people on both sides just incredibly passionate about this, incredibly engaged on this issue, especially Republicans. And both sides make some good arguments but also have huge holes in their arguments. For example, conservatives and base Republicans are right. You can't deny it. We have laws and we should enforce those laws. If, if you just let anyone in, and, and let them loose out in the country, then do we really have a border? Uh, conservatives are correct that many of these migrants use our social services. That's true. You can see the burden they're putting on major cities like New York and Chicago right now where they're being shipped, not just by Republican governors, but by the Biden administration itself. But in terms of the overall impact that migrants are having on the country, the reality is that it's probably not as huge as the GOP base thinks, right? There, there's no evidence that terrorists are streaming into the country. There's no evidence that these migrants are an overall drain on the economy. In fact, most studies suggest that increased immigration has economic benefits, even undocumented immigrants. They aren't any more likely to be murderers or criminals than anyone else. Again, I don't, I don't think it's racism or xenophobia, but I do think it's more uh, about the principle of the thing rather than something that's having a huge impact on anyone's life. Because, yeah, what's the point of having laws if you're not going to enforce them? And now you have, on the other side, the GOP and Trump, and they're talking about mass deportations. They're just going to get rid of all the immigrants, all, all of the people who are not here on visas or who are not citizens. And look, mass deportations, not happening, not happening. Now, the motives of the Democrats and progressives, I think, are slightly more complex, right? The, the left sees migration as both a moral and political matter. Moral in the sense that these people are downtrodden and they're coming from these third world countries where the governments are all corrupt and drug cartels terrorize people and there aren't any good paying jobs. And the Democrats are thinking, well, we are the party of the oppressed. At least we like to think ourselves that way and the downtrodden. And therefore, we should let them in and help them. And I I get that. I, I, I look, I, I, I get in trouble for saying this, but I sympathize with these migrants. I really do. I cannot blame them for wanting to come here. I would absolutely 
be trying to get into America if I was living in El Salvador or Nicaragua. There's no question. America's great. We, we have jobs. We don't have cartels running things. The politicians aren't all crooks. There, there's food. There's no abject poverty. Who in their right mind wouldn't choose America over Guatemala? No one. But the Democrats and the left are missing a couple things. First, asylum was not meant to be claimed for economic reasons. Most of these people are coming in for economic reasons because their nations are dirt poor. There are no jobs. And that, technically speaking, does not meet the criteria for being granted asylum. Our laws say that asylum is for those who qualify as being politically persecuted for their race or religion or nationality or political opinion. But now that description has been rendered meaningless because now we're just letting people in if they have either one foot inside the country, regardless of how they got here, or why they're claiming asylum. And of course, look, of course there's a political calculation at work here for Democrats. Anyone who says otherwise is lying. You hear the left screaming about how the right is is talking about replacement theory, which is this idea that the migrants are intentionally being brought in to change the ethnic makeup of the country and replace the white people. But the left applies it to the theory that that the left is using this to gain votes as well. They say, if you say that the Democratic Party is benefiting and wants to benefit further from mass migration to this country, that makes you a racist, that makes you a xenophobe. But the reality is that the Democrats truly believe that the more people who are led into the country, the more it will benefit them politically, because it will. Why? Well, the Democrats believe that letting people in will make it more likely that Hispanic voters who are here legally will vote Democratic. That makes sense, right? They believe that once here, that many of these migrants will have children and families, and that will create a new Democratic constituency in the future. And that also makes sense. That's not replacement theory. That's just fact. The, the activists on the left want you to believe that the Democrats are trying to help the migrants out of the goodness of their hearts. But there's always a political calculation somewhere in every policy position. And, I, mean, I mean, think about it. Biden is getting absolutely killed on this issue. Not just by Republicans, but by independents, too. If he felt like he could do something about the border and immigration, he would. But he can't because, A... He badly needs Hispanic voters to come out for him in 2024. And B, he has the activists in the progressive movement who pretty much run the party right now who are already mad at him for his support of Israel. That would, uh, that would, uh, and they would flip out if he stopped letting people in unchecked. They would. They'd go crazy. They'd be protesting in the street. And Biden does not need his left flank more upset with him than they already are. Democrats say the only way they'll do anything about the border is if it comes in the form of what they call comprehensive immigration reform. And what that means is that Democrats want a few things. They want more judges at the border to expedite the asylum process and presumably let more people into the country faster than before. And they want some kind of pathway to citizenship for the migrants who are already here. And it's not really clear what the GOP would get in return. Um, a wall, I don't know. That, that's something that they still seem to want. Uh, 
But the pathway to citizenship is the sticking point because anything that involves letting any migrants stay in the country without being, uh, you know, woken up by ice in the middle of the night and sent back to Belize, that is considered by conservatives, many conservatives, to be amnesty. And that's a bad word in the GOP. No one wants to be labeled as supporting amnesty in that party, even even for the dreamers who've been here the whole time, their whole lives. They may not speak a word of another language from their country that they came into when they were one or two years old. They don't even want amnesty for them. Now, sometimes I think to myself, you know, we got very lucky. And I think you probably think this to yourself, too. We get we got very lucky being born in America. We didn't earn it. You know, we just lucked out. But some people in the world got very unlucky by being born in bad places. They, they may be good people. They may be hardworking people. They may be people with families and dreams just like the people in this country. Is it fair to say to them, well, you are unlucky, therefore you are going to be restricted from the opportunities that are present in a nation that is well run? If I were on the other side of that fence looking in, I would think that is fundamentally unfair. But if we let everyone who wants to come in, in, and pretty much everyone will want to if we just open the floodgates, then not only does the rule of law mean nothing, not only does our border mean nothing, but it also has the potential to overwhelm social services. That's true. Schools, hospitals in particular. That being said, again, the other side, migration is good for the economy. And that's why you've seen so many conservatives over the years take more of a pro-migrant attitude. People like George W. Bush and Marco Rubio, who's, you know, really not the most popular people in the GOP right now because of their stance on immigration. The the Club for Growth, another one, a free market organization, a free market organization. Entity, but those days are over, right? That Trump and the base run the GOP, and if you don't toe the hard line on immigration, you're not going to have a home in that movement. You're not going to advance in the party. You're not even going to win a primary. That's that's the reality. I'm Dan Joseph. New video up at YouTube on Dan Joseph seventy eight. Here's the question: Are Democrats evil? Are Republicans evil? What is evil? And how does that a term that term apply to politicians? Check out that video. If you get a chance, please subscribe to the podcast for more reasonable commentary Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And remember, no matter what happens, America is going to be okay. Enjoy your weekend.